Welcome to the UX Podcast, where we learn how to turn a rockstar business into a UX machine. UX introduces a simple formula for personal and business growth based around one principle. We can't solve big, valuable problems alone. Starting with this principle, UX equips and empowers us to pour ourselves into people and systems, scale authentically, and create a life of exponential freedom and impact. And now, let's get started with the latest episode of the UX Podcast. Hey, what's up, Rockstars? This is Matt Johnson. We're back with another episode of the UX Podcast. And today I want to share a conversation with you with one of my favorite people in the world, Jenny Williams. She is a a real estate coach turned, I would say, a done-for-you marketing services agency owner and, and kind of blends the two in an extremely unique way. The reason that I'm sharing this with you, uh, besides Jenny being awesome and, and she has some great bits of wisdom to share and, and her experience, I think, is something we can learn from. But there's a bigger picture here, which is I think this is what Jenny is building and what she's touching on is really one of the potential futures that things are heading to. Now, we, we know from, you know from the work of guys like Al Reese, the categories do not converge, but new categories do emerge. And I don't think that... Um, uh, I don't think the coaching and agency work or done for you services are converging necessarily, but I do think there is a new model emerging, which is a blend of some a, a done for you model with coaching on top to help them maximize and get the most benefit out of the work that we are doing for them. Because if, if you've been in any type of coaching or consulting or any, any role where you've essentially get to tell people what to do or tell, or give them recommendations on what to do, we very quickly run into the frustration of the client not implementing on what we feel like is the right solution for them. So then that leads us to, okay, well, is there a vendor out there that can provide it? Sometimes that's no. Um, well, then the next step is, okay, well, can I build the vendor that provides this to people? And a lot of people go down that path. Or can I make a software that will do this for people? And that's another path. We've got clients that do that. Um, but even the software companies are finding out that even though theoretically the software designed is designed to do something for the client, is still you know, it still takes the client's active involvement, right? There's still stuff. It's, it's, it's still a done with you service, even if it's a software. And so you can see software companies moving to adding coaching or striking up deals with coaches to make them like either captured coaches or endorsed coaches to essentially coach people on what they should do, all the systems that go around using their software correctly. Uh, essentially, that's what Jenny has turned her business into. She's got a multi six figure real estate coaching business. Uh, it's been very successful for a long time. Uh, and she she is an absolute powerhouse. And so you're, you're going to enjoy the conversation because she, she is a beast. Uh, but what she is doing, I have described to other people as driving a Ferrari down the racetrack and switching engines out in midstream. And that's essentially what she did with her business because she took it from coaching, pure coaching, mostly one-on-one or, or, or a little bit of small group coaching and as well as live events and teaching. And she transferred it to a done-for-you marketing service model with some coaching stacked on top and blended in to maximize the effectiveness of what her team is doing for her clients. Uh, and so this is a great, it's just, it's such a great example. So if you're thinking about doing anything like this, or if you're running up against some of the same issues that Jenny was running into, which is telling people what they should do and giving them recommendations only to find that they go unacted upon and, uh, and nothing good happens for the client because they don't take action on what we tell them to do, then this is the episode for you. So I know you're going to get a huge kick out of it. Like I said, Jenny's one of my favorite people in the world, and I know you're going to love this conversation. So without further ado, here is Jenny Williams, the founder of Get a Real Estate Life. 
Jenny Williams. I was going to call you what you used to call yourself, but I can't call you coach now. So Jenny, welcome officially. <laughs> I know I've got a multiple personality business model. <laughs> I don't know about that. You you have a very you have a very set firm personality. So that's uh, I think I would disagree with that. But uh, so let's start here. Um, First of all, just uh, give people kind of a 60-second bio on who you are, where you are, and what you do, and then we'll delve into the whole coaching thing and why you don't call yourself a coach. First of all, um, you know, so happy to be here. Anytime you get a chance to, to be with Matt Johnson, um, he brings value in a short amount of time, so thanks for letting Aww. me be here. <laughs> that out of the way first. I'm just so happy and thankful to um, uh, share with you and spend time with you. Um, So today, um, uh, we have kind of morphed our company into, it's called Get a Real Estate Life. Mm -hmm. And uh, this is my 21st year in real estate. And uh, like Matt was um, saying, (laughs) I've done a little bit of everything. I love this business so much. I love the people in it. Mm -hmm. I love um, how crazy real estate agents are, how busy they are, how what high achievers and competitive spirit um, and just how flighty and all over the place you are. I love you. (laughs) So it always keeps me interested in helping and supporting and finding new ways to further people's business. And it's kind of, you know, my career has um, morphed into a marketing services for really busy, high-producing real estate agents. Um, When I was one, uh, I would have given anything. I would have paid any amount to have, um, you know, our service, what we do for people. Because we do it in the background. Yeah. So this is kind of a version of uh, of the whole scratch your own itch thing. This is the building what you wish you would have had when you were in. Yes. um, Because when you're in front of buyers and sellers all the time, you don't want your um, assistants working on marketing one because they haven't done the research. Um, Mm -hmm. They don't know what works with Google ads. They don't know the right keywords. They don't know the the right call to actions to fit together. Um, And when you're a busy real estate agent, you don't train anybody around you. (laughs) You hire people and say, can't you figure that out? Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Now, as look, this is my 10th year in doing this and coaching hundreds and hundreds of real estate personalities. I can tell you the right way and what you should be doing, but I also know what you're not going to (laughs) do. And training your people is one of them. <laughs> that that is true, and if you're trying to teach like mega producers that want to build teams and they want to scale, and then they also don't want to train or they don't they just don't have the personality, that puts a, a coach or a consultant in a very difficult position where you're trying to get them to do something that they're just either not going to do or they're really not suited to do. So, yeah, so that makes sense. And, and, and I'll throw this in just for the people that are listening or watching, because you won't say this about yourself, but you built a, an extremely successful multiple six-figure coaching business. I want to be very clear about that. So, uh, so it's not just that you do this on the side, you don't do this part-time, like this is your main thing and you, you're extremely successful and you built a very good scaled out coaching business where not only are you, is your, your schedule is completely packed. I mean, you were running 40, 45 one-on-one clients. You had other coaches on staff and, and, you know, kind of sending them clients. So you've like, you've been in the trenches and you've, you've built a successful traditional like real estate coaching practice. Yeah. And scalability. I mean, you and I've had that conversation mm-hmm. a lot. Scalability, doing what I do has been the most difficult and mm-hmm. 
I saw Tom Ferry um, over uh, the past couple of days and <laughs> he said, he made a comment about most real estate agents and the success of their business is not based on scalability. It's based on their personality. Well, mm. I, I still have that issue. <laughs> <laughs> right. Totally related to that. Yeah. That's me. Yeah. Um, um, and uh, uh, I get that. I totally understand that. But yes, I've actually been able to, um, on this new approach, be able to scale it more because um, our graphic designers, our copywriters that we have, um, uh, you know, just our admin uh, help that we have that takes me out of the mix um, where I don't need to be. Um, mm -hmm. So that we can get a lot more done for our clients without me being involved in every bit of it. So, yeah. So as I understand it, basically you've moved to a model where th there is some individual coaching still going on, but rather than it just be being you meeting with people and telling them, Hey, you need to do X, Y, and Z. It's more of coaching them on how to like, Hey, this, these are things that we're going to do for you. Here are the things that you need to do around those things that will make everything to successful together. Right. Yeah. You're absolutely right. So, okay. and kind of how that happened, Matt, was, um, you know, uh, the, the day, the month we opened, I had 48 clients. Good Lord. <laughs> <laughs> so, and that was 10 years ago. And, mm -hmm. and um, never being able to shut everything down to say, hey, let me get these systems in place. I just jumped mm -hmm. right in. And um, wow. I didn't know that. That's insane. Yeah. You've been literally running with your hair on fire for 10 years yes. right off the bat with 40 plus clients. Yeah. Yeah. That may explain some of the text messages you've received. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh, that makes sense. <laughs> so, so again, I love these people, right? I'm not going to abandon them. So yeah. constantly dug into to their business. And this is what I would find. Okay. Because I first started with a weekly one-on-one. -on -one. Yeah. So I was meeting with 48 people every single week mm. and uh, learned that was not going to work because they didn't have time to yeah. um, implement you know, what we discussed. And then, so I changed it to every other week and that, that actually helped a lot um, as far as accountability and as far as getting some things done. But I noticed a huge pattern and that was they just weren't getting a lot of the core things done that they needed to. They weren't getting their databases finished. Yeah. So they kept saying, well, I don't know where to go get business. Well, let's look at your database. Well, I didn't finish it. I don't have my numbers. Well, you've been in business for 20 years. You have all these fast clients. Well, yeah, but I haven't talked to them in so long and I'm kind of embarrassed. And you know what? I lost those files and my computer crashed. And right. <laughs> so, and this is, this is an everyday thing. Most of my clients, when they come to me, are not brand new. Um, they are 15 years in or 20 years in, or, you know, probably some of the earliest would be five years because that's where they've kind of, you know, gotten their feet wet and they, now they know, I know I'm going to need some help to ramp yeah. it up. So, um, we always start with building their databases first and doing it for them. Yeah. We go into their MLS, we pull tax records, we pull all of that um, and build a spreadsheet for them because they just don't get it done. Yeah. That's how it got started. Mm -hmm. I get, why didn't you get this done? Well, if you don't get this done, then we can't do this, this, and this. <laughs> <laughs> so this is me, the control freak. Just give it to me. Let me do it. Right. Yes. Just give it to me. Let me do it. Yeah. 
<laughs> now we do all of that from yeah. social media to um, give it to me. Let's do it. Your website copy, your <laughs> um, your Facebook ads, your listing promo. Um, we we do it all so that the client can stay in front of their buyers and sellers. Okay, so then walk me through and what is your what are your coaching conversations if you even want to call them that? What do your conversations with clients look like now that you're doing so much for them versus just telling them what to do? Well, now we just build out their calendars. And so it's, you know, you know, is this good for you? Is this fit your style? Do you feel comfortable about this? Because okay. we're not going to put it on the calendar if you can't buy into doing this voice last script. Mm-hmm. Are you okay with this. Can you sign off on this? Gotcha. Um, and so it's, it's a lot of similarities where kind of we, we coach through that confidence of you can do this video. This is what you're going to say. Mm-hmm. And, you know, finding their fit. Okay, great. If you can't do that, send me stills. Let me just create a video around. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and that's okay because yeah. everybody's at a different place as far as what they're comfortable with. So um, it's my job to find out, you know, how to get stuff done without them getting in the way. Okay. Gotcha. Making their brand stand out or making their listing stand out or, you know, generating leads for them without, um, without putting everything on hold because I'm waiting on them. Mm -hmm. Okay. Makes sense. And this is all kind of an outgrowth of what you like. It's, like knowing what I know about you, it makes sense because this is all stuff that a you've done for yourself, right? So going back into like the copywriting you mentioned, building ads and things like this is all stuff you've done for yourself. So you know what works from personal experience. Then you're doing it for clients to the point where you know what works for a, a broad variety of people. And then you're able to then train the part-time staff to kind of execute on what you know you want done because you've, you've done it so many times. It's, it's, fairly easy, I would imagine, for you to put together a system of, hey, here's how I want this written. Here's how I want this built. Here's what we need to do for these clients. Um, whereas the average agent, they've maybe done these things once. They're, they're not going to have that breadth of experience. And everything that you're doing for people is kind of an outgrowth of your own skill set, right? Yes. Um, the most difficult, the biggest challenge for us is finding people's personal voices. Hmm. Um, um, I want to make sure that the copy we, we write reflects who these people are. Um, uh, okay. That makes that, sense. Yeah. That, that takes a little bit of time. I mean, we yeah. have to, we have to know you. Yeah. Um, and now I can look at my copywriter and say, this is their personality. They're very humble. They don't want any braggadocious stuff. <laughs> and then I can say the next one, this one, I mean, make it all about them because they're like heavy promo. Look at <laughs> that's, them. That's right. right. <laughs> this, everything needs to be in a 30 font, 30, 30 X font. And it needs to be, have lots of exclamation points and lots of X's for some reason. Yes. <laughs> well, just being um, authentic to who that yeah. person is and not all of it looking like me or us. Right. Yeah, um, because, you know, we have to, to play their special skill sets um, and not I, I don't like everything looking the same. So scalability yeah. is difficult that way. Yes. Uh, yeah. And you need you need good writers. That's the bottom line. <laughs> writers that can almost act through their writing. So that's an interesting thing that that little bit of uh, being able to build it out so that it's scalable. Uh, it almost it. it yeah, you still have you have to have rock star systems, but then there's a certain level where you still need to have rock star people in certain positions, and copywriting is absolutely one of them. So I yeah, I can completely relate. 
And I don't think that the average person realizes how important that is. They think if yeah. it looks pretty, right, you want. And uh, <laughs> most people are visual, um, mm-hmm. so that kind of like makes them stop. But it's what you say that um, gets them to connect, that yeah. um, gets them to build the the image in their heads, that makes them want to know more, that makes them want to act, that makes them want to get to know you. So um, the copywriting piece is just so important. And it's, for me, the most difficult thing to find. Hmm. All right. So one final question on the, on the model that you're running now. So given that like, and you and I both run in this industry where there is a very clear and well understood demand, shall we say that like real estate coaching is such an embedded part of the culture of this industry that that is what most people believe that they, that they need, right? If, unless it's just flat out lead generation, basically it's lead generation and coaching. Those are the two things that everybody believes if they can't afford that, you're not going to be successful. And once you can afford it, well, then you're on your way because you can afford to get those two things. So when you're running something that's all it's, you're not really doing lead generation for them. You're doing marketing. So you're not directly sending them you know, a buyer lead that you paid for through Facebook, right? Although that may be part of the services, but you're not a lead gen company. You're not technically a coaching company any longer. At least that's not how you're presenting yourself, right? Cause you don't want to, you don't want to still be stuck in this trenches doing every other week coaching calls all the time. So what's the, what's the challenge and how do you present that in a, in a way in an industry that isn't expecting that model? Well, what's, what is so funny to me and you're going to find this fascinating. Okay. Um, my ideal client is um, now I work with a lot of teams. Mm-hmm. I have to tell you, doing marketing for teams is a nightmare. <laughs> really? <laughs> Please elaborate. <laughs> because my job is to, to present a single voice for that team. Okay. Every team member wants their own voice. Oh, God represented right because we work with some teams that have 13 14 15 members some have 22 members that's fun oh jenny i feel feel very badly for you right and your copywriter specifically maybe not so much for you but i feel badly for your copywriter right now well and you know what that's okay because we want everybody to be happy but um expectations you know it's a little yeah because people are like, oh, you know what? That's not going to work for my clients within this team. But um, so it's it's a little bit harder to do that, especially when we're doing database marketing plans. Where, mm-hmm. You know, we do their touches for the entire year, and um, it has to have twenty two voices. Um, right. The one voice of the team. Um, it, it totally can be done, and we are happy to do it. But our ideal client is that you know, $250,000 income earner, $300,000 income earner who is just slammed with mm-hmm. Gotcha. Can't think straight, wants to do more, have more, be better. Um, you know, uh, they don't have the time to learn how to adapt to Facebook or mm-hmm. Instagram. They don't, what's an algorithm? Um, I forgot yeah. my password. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That is my ideal client. So, um, yeah, what we found is whenever we made this switch to say that, hey, we are a marketing company, um, uh, foremost and first now, Mm -hmm. um, 
we have people coming out of the woodwork to say, oh, good, because I didn't want to coach. They didn't, they didn't, when people are at a certain level of success, what we have found is they didn't want their peers or their clients to think that they needed a coach. So I'm like, come on. <laughs> Interesting. All right. All right. Which is interesting because that's for every coach. That's kind of the, that's the sweet spot client that we think we obviously for, for coaching practice, like you want the people that can, they have the capacity to do more, they have the money to afford you, you know, grand, two grand a month, whatever, that's the sweet spot. So there's a whole contingent of them out there that are ideal coaching clients. We think that they don't consider themselves ideal coaching clients because they don't even want to admit that they need or want to coach. Right. Interesting. And, and, you know, I've had that throughout the years a lot and I get it. I totally understand because the question is, can you teach me? Mm -hmm. I've been doing this for 12 years. I mean, yeah. So there's always been a lot of that. So it's a, it's a different kind of spin now um, uh, and, and clients that are coming to us and they don't even ask about the fees. They're just like, please just take it from me. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> Whatever you say, I don't care. Just run yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. And um, there's so much freedom in that for me as a person. Um, mm-hmm. And the responsibility is not so much on me because I'm not being kind of judged or blamed on their inaction. Right. Yeah. And that's a big deal for coaches. Yeah. Well, and that leads us into something I wanted to get into and I've always wanted to ask you about, which is kind of the, the way that you got started was, uh, was coaching for a percentage of commissions or a percentage of their deals, which, um, for a lot of coaches to me, that's, it, it's, it's an option we've always kind of looked at and gone, Hmm, you know, if I could capture a piece of the upside, like if they do what I say and they're they're they double their business, Hey, I'd like to capture a portion of that increase rather than just pay me my 500 bucks a month and then cut me loose as soon as you double your business. Cause you got what you wanted out of it. And then I get kicked to the curb. So I'm curious what your experience was with that. Um, well, I loved it at the time loved okay. it because I loved being able to say, you know what? I, I believe in what we can do for you so much that um, we'll just take a percentage. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, it, it worked great for a long time. I was uh, worked for one company that I ended up doubling their agents and probably within 12 months um, okay. as we, we worked. Agent count or agent production? Agent count. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, we got production up from there. So Okay, gotcha. Uh, it just attracted a lot of people in. Gotcha. Because of that model. Okay. And um, now you hear every broker calling themselves a coach. You know, mm. <laughs> now it's kind of the buzzword at every single place that you go to. So people still don't really understand what it is. They have to get the feel for what that individual coach is going to actually do or provide or, you know, what kind of guidance they're going to get from that. Um, okay. specific. But um, I, I liked it up until the point where, um, you know, they're just people that are not going to do their part. Mm-hmm. They're not. Um, and you, if you're doing that model, and uh, I, I don't discourage you from doing that model. If you're watching this and considering, you know, different ways to, to put your business together, it's not a bad way to do it, especially if you're getting started with your expertise. Uh, because people will buy into you. They're kind of like, okay, you know, I'm going to do it with you and uh, happy to pay you on the result. Um, but 
cut them off saying, if you see signs where they're not going to do what they agree to do and you're doing your part, Mm -hmm. um, this was a tough lesson for me is you can't want it more than they do. Right. Hmm. That makes sense. Because they're not going to do it. And then guess what? They're going to resent you and hate you. And then they'll go to their office and they're going to say, that didn't work for me. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yes. That's always fun. Getting blamed for them not taking action. Okay. So so a couple questions on that uh, just to go a little bit deeper uh, so people understand. So uh, so yeah, I, I totally see it as a way to potentially get started the way that I kind of had my eyes on it, uh, was as a way to increase the potential fees you can pull out of your average coaching client. And I'm curious if you think that, it, do you feel like there's maybe a maximum amount of something, uh, for the, the, the average agent or the average successful, you know, multi six figure agent, do you feel like there's a cap on what they're willing to pay out of pocket for individual one-on-one coaching? Well, for me, uh, ironically, what you'll find is um, the people, I still get paid on percentage with one company. Mm-hmm. Um, every person that joins with them or my clients that originally started with me 10 years ago are still with us. Wow. And they've kind of morphed through um, uh, our changes and, yeah. um, you know, they're still with me. So that's how I get paid with them. And honestly, they don't, they don't know what I get paid. Yeah. Because it all comes in. <laughs> right. It comes to the broker. You're basically, it's a percentage of the broker split of their deals. Yeah. yeah. So it could be really any amount. And yes, I totally agree with you. And there are lots of companies that there are marketing companies set up like this, that um, they're like, Hey, I'm in it with you for the long haul. If you do your part, I'll do my part. And the agreement is I'll get, you know, 2% of revenue mm-hmm. um, over the next whatever years. Yeah. Um, I think that is completely fair and it's a great way to set things up. Um, the way that mine works is they pay a total amount into the company and I get um, a percentage of that. Um, I get half of that really. Um, oh, wow. So it's a win-win for the company and for me. Um, I'm, I don't ever keep it a secret with my clients. I'm always talking with them, but they never even ask me. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. And that's kind of why I've got my, uh, that's why I was always looking out for that kind of model. And that's why my, so me and Greg McDaniel on the back end of our real estate podcast switched over and he moved his entire team over to EXP. Because if you do that, right. Yeah. So, I mean, there's obviously a lot of people doing it, but I'm not, I'm less concerned with things like stock options and whether EXP is an amazing company. I mean, all that to me is gravy. To me, I want, I want to take a percentage that can potentially be higher than what they're willing to cut me a check for individual one-on-one coaching. And I want that percentage held accountable by someone who isn't me. To me, I think there's kind of a natural cap on what somebody's willing to cut you a check for over the long term. I think for the average person, even if they're making 250, 300K, even up to 500K or something like that, the odds of them continually writing you a check for, let's say, 1,500 to two grand a month, I think the clock is like once you get over a grand a month, I think the clock is kind of ticking and they start looking at it as more of an expense than an investment. And so, like, I would like to be able to take a bigger cut right? In exchange for the, the success that I help someone. So I'm looking at that going, I don't care about all the other stuff about whether they're a great company and all the stock options and yada, yada. What I really want is I want someone external, someone other than me holding the percentage accountable and collecting the right, the right percentage and feeding it out to me out of the broker's cut. And so that, to me, that's, that, that's kind of the unique opportunity. It's kind of the best of both worlds. 
Um, we could we could charge flat, but if we can get the percentage and we don't have to be the one that holds all the deals accountable and nag them for the money, to me, that's the best of both worlds. So we'll see. I agree because I didn't have to worry about, um, I still don't have, I, I got my check today. From yeah, did you? <laughs> Um, in fact, I, I checked on it just before we got started and uh, they do direct deposit into my account and mm-hmm. it's different every time. I don't know what it's going to be. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's another point you've made before just briefly is that your income kind of, you know, goes like that a little bit hard to scale out a coaching organization. If you have to hire a staff, if you're percentage based. Yes, it is. And yeah. you have to know that, or you have to have a mix of uh, set and yeah. A mix of percentages because um, we do cap out on our percentages, and so uh, and, and most people started in one month. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so um, you know you'll have heavy months, and then oh, where did everything go? <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, so they capped out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, nice. Um, but um, I know exactly what you're saying, and I've actually worked with a company years ago when I had uh, real estate brokerage. Um, and agreed to pay them a percentage of net revenue increase. Mm, right. Um, right. So just a piece of the upside. Mm-hmm. And so you, uh, to me, that's fun. And yeah. that's actually kind of, that's how I love to get paid because I sleep better at night now and I provide value. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to make sure that I have all of this now though, on a very, um, stable foundation on a very, this is what I count on. So I do everything direct deposit or auto pay right. all of my clients. And you're so right. Once you get to a thousand dollars a month, they're going to ask themselves the, the typical real estate agent, not your teams that, you know, crave the, the, the growth pattern, but mm-hmm. your, um, your typical real estate agent is going to say every month when they see that bill and I get this out of it. What yep. options? They, I mean, that's just human nature. They're going to ask themselves every single month. Um, with what we do, they say, Oh my gosh, you better not stop. I can't even hire somebody. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> or not, I can't even hire somebody for, you know, this price or even double the price. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, it's totally changed our whole um, reaction from clients as well. So what, what is your, what is your life and what's your, what's your weekly schedule like now that you're not doing 40 one-on-one individual coaching clients? <laughs> uh, I was able to go to Miami, right? For agent mm-hmm. 2021. So that's good. Um, sometimes it's been difficult for me to travel. I am still um, uh, very scheduled, but um, I'm hiring four new people um, right now. We're on a search and um, they're going to be replacing me. They're going to be um, creative um, account reps, and okay. they're going to be we're going to be dividing our clients. And um, uh, you know, this account rep gets this many. Mm-hmm. This account rep gets this many, and they're going to be loving on them constantly and giving them that attention that I normally spend most of my time doing. Right. Um, and they're going to, our clients are going to love it even more because, uh, you know, I make the rounds to air almost everybody every single day, but, um, you know, Holy cow. Seriously? Like yeah. text messages, Facebook messages, li- like literally touching your clients every day. Yes. Good Lord. Oh my God. Real estate agents need a lot of attention. Oh, 
Oh, that sounds exhausting. Yeah, you know, <laughs> that's okay because I love the love back. And okay. So um, we have a phone call that we do every single morning. It's okay. um, uh, through it's a conference call that calls our all of our clients every morning at eight a.m. Oh, you yeah. So you got the numbers plugged in, so it literally dials out from the conference line to them. That you don't count on them dialing in. Yeah, I like that. Just as it's free too. If you want to yeah. know, or um, I think sometimes we pay thirty dollars, but it's it's Uber conferencing. Um, mm-hmm. If you use it as um, you're thinking about adding different systems in. It's one of our favorite tools because our clients get so much out of it because if we can't give a personal conversation to them that day, they can get um, a tip, attention, money-making stuff from us every morning at 8 a.m. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we're touching everybody every day. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that's Uber Conference is what we use when we, when we set up all of our guest booking calls to prep them to come onto our client's podcast. That's what we do. So they dial in and that, that means all of our calls are recorded automatically as well. So if we need to go back and reference anything, if there's any whatever issue, uh, or if I just want to monitor the quality of my staff that's booking the guests, I can go back and listen to their calls. So yeah, Uber conference is fantastic for that. So I love that. That's something I need to look at doing on the back end of our real estate podcast though, is a morning morning conference call hosted not by me, of course. Um, that would be, that, that sounds like a lot of time. I have Greg host that, but, uh, I love the idea. Cause yeah, you're right. People do need that. They need something. They need that constant touch. Yeah. Well, it's a great way for them to kick off their days. So, um, scalability wise, um, I do it three days a week and, um, I have another lady that does it two days a week. I do have guests come on here and there, but it's normally less than 10 minutes. Like oh, well. today was, Free Stop Friday, and uh, it lasted 18 minutes because I was pumped. I was on a roll. (laughs) (laughs) You had lots of stuff to share from the event. Yeah. (laughs) So Fridays are usually a little bit longer, but it's less than 10 minutes. I mean, it's like, hey, love you. You know, here's the tip of the day. Go make some money. Make me proud. Um, I like it. All right. So I'm morphing into next month where it's going to be just me once a week. Oh, and then, and then uh, oh, the uh, like the creative account reps and stuff like that will take over some of them. Gotcha. Yeah. Perfect. Love it. Okay. That makes sense. Okay. Well, let's finish out with this. So, so the people that are watching slash listening to this podcast are going to be essentially your fellow coaches, speakers, consultants, authors, that sort of thing. So if they are looking for someone to speak at their event, you are phenomenal, by the way. Why don't you share just briefly like what you typically speak on so that they can keep you in mind for those types of events? Ah, you're so sweet. Um, uh, several different topics that I speak on. One is about, um, you know, the results of a six-figure agent, um, mm. what that business looks like as far as marketing and, um, you know, what it costs, um, what the expectations are, um, you know, what that, um, the most important things that they do to get the biggest return um, mm. and how uh, we turned those people into massive six-figure agents in only 12 months. Um, I give them, you know, exactly what they do <laughs> in a speech, not gotcha. theory, not, wouldn't that be great? Exactly what they do. I show the exact marketing pieces that we use. Gotcha. Everybody can copy it. You can take a picture home and redesign it. Okay. Um, <laughs> or, um, I have a designation that I teach a lot and it's so much fun. I've done a lot of research with home sellers and got there, went straight to them and got, um, their take. It's called the, um, the certified home marketing expert designation. And, um, it's nine hours of CE and that's a long time. You probably wouldn't want me to do that. Um, but I can give you, <laughs> I can give you a piece of that in 30 minutes or an hour. 
Um, and it's just really good stuff, all based on true seller feedback. Yeah, these are like actual surveys and conversations with real home sellers. Yeah. Yeah, videos. Um, and every time, a, um, because when a seller finds out, oh, wait, are you? Oh, they'll message me to complain either about one of my clients or about somebody in the market. And I'll say, oh, that is a great tip. Would you mind doing a video with me? Oh, <laughs> really? Yeah, because if they're going to complain about it, you know, I, I say, that is awesome. I need the real estate agent to hear you because oh. I'm teaching it and preaching it. It doesn't come across. Yeah. And it, would you please help me teach real estate agents to be better? And they're all like, yeah, let me be on that video. Really? Wow. Yeah. That's impressive. I mean, I can, I can say, I mean, it's pitched very well. It's phrased very well, but I, I, I'm still surprised that people will jump on and be willing to kind of overcome the natural fear of video. Um, no, most of the sellers that contact me, they are hams. <laughs> <laughs> maybe they're, maybe they're a self-selecting group if they're reaching out to you to complain. I don't know. Oh, yeah, that's probably true. <laughs> That's funny. Okay. So we talked about the, the name of the, um, of the company, Get a Real Estate Life. What's the best way to kind of connect with you and learn more about the packages if people are interested in what you do or if they want to keep you in mind for referrals or just kind of emulate and see kind of what you're doing in the marketplace? Sure. Um, you can look at um, my website, Get a Real Estate Life, but guess what? We were without a copywriter for three months and I was doing two jobs. Um, <laughs> So it's not up to date right now. Okay. Um, I'm always going to tell you the flaws, Matt. You know, I'm never going to mislead you or give you a bunch of hype. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you how it is. The always comes first. Yeah. Our stuff is always third, fourth, or fifth. <laughs> yeah, I, I would say that. I would say the same thing about my my website too. I just literally had to update all the calls to action on my site the other day because I realized that none of the links from my calendar allowed people to put in phone numbers. I'm like, I have. Change that multiple times. I'm gonna have to go do it again. And sure, yeah. So sure enough, they were right. So I totally get it. Um, so they can check it out, but maybe don't. You know, yeah. It's not gonna be always up to date. <laughs> What's the best way to uh, to connect with you? You know, um, I'm always trolling Facebook. Uh, <laughs> like, I will go straight only because I'm an admin on all of our clients' accounts. Oh, okay. I'm always testing their ads, seeing who's responding, seeing who, what kind of messages. Um, nothing makes me happier than posting something for them. And they're like two people, you know, make an appointment. So I'm, I'm glued to Facebook. So um, go to get a real estate life and uh, message me on Facebook. And uh, I'll probably answer you within two seconds. <laughs> <laughs> Good to know. <laughs> Even with my crazy schedule, I'll go, oh. Wait a minute, I got a Facebook message. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, 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 client. Hang on, hang on, hang on. I just, hang on, I got a Facebook message. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, Jenny, this was a lot of fun. So we will, uh, uh, I hope people reach out and connect with you about uh, uh, speaking, especially because I know that's where, you know, you find a lot of your clients and, and you just enjoy speaking and stuff like that. So we'll talk about more uh, about that maybe some other time on another edition. But uh, yeah, we need to get you onto the, the regular podcast and, and allow you to speak directly to, uh, to agents. But this has been a ton of fun, as I knew it would be. Uh, thanks, Matt. I appreciate you. Now, I believe that clarity releases energy. So I hope that this episode creates clarity for you by laying out a path forward in your business. Now, if you're interested in starting a podcast like this to help you break into a new industry or to establish yourself as an authority in a niche market, let's talk. 
We have a complete done for you podcasting service. Uh, That is my agency that I'm building and growing. And I'd love to talk to you about what we can potentially do for you. You can learn more at pursuingresults.com to get a sense of what our service is all about. And if you're ready, if you're really seriously thinking about starting a podcast, I'm happy to brainstorm your ideas and talk about the positioning of your podcast within the market, something that you can take away whether we end up working together or not. So you can grab a time on my calendar for a podcast brainstorm call at bookjohnson.com. That is bookjohnson.com. I just want to thank you again for listening to the show, for leaving us a rating and a review on iTunes, and more importantly, for investing your time, your energy, your attention into the show. It really means the world to me that you would do that. So again, this is the UX Podcast, where we learn how to turn a rockstar business into a UX machine, and we'll see you on the next episode.